Welcome to Pure Mind Magic, the show to evolve your mind. Our mind is the most powerful thing we have, but no one teaches us how to use it. When we find out how, we're ready to create magic in life and in business. Learn real mindset secrets from brilliant minds around the world to change your mindset and income level forever. With every decision you make, you create your future. What is your next move? Now, welcome your host. International magician, speaker, and podcast performance consultant, Jennifer S. Royal. Hi, this is Jennifer, and welcome back. In case you're new to the Pure Mind Magic Show, please make sure that you subscribe so you won't miss any of the new upcoming episodes. And also, when you like my content, I'm always happy when you share it with a friend, maybe on social media, so that helps to spread the word about the show. The topic today is all about safety online. So we are all almost, or really any day, every day online, doing things, buying things, looking things up. And obviously there is sometimes really a safety issue for your computer and for yourself as well. So I thought it would be a good idea to get a real expert on the topic into the show and talking about online safety and how to surf the internet feeling really safe about it. So he's all about security. His name is Pete Canavan and he is helping also colleges with this whole topic around security online and offline. So we will dive into both today a little bit and he says things like armed with awareness, what I think makes a lot of sense, especially here in the show, talking about mindset and also we are talking about the warrior mindset. We dive a little bit into identity theft because I think this happens more and more online these days. And then he is sharing with us a cybersecurity checklist to give you some practical advice that you can take directly from listening to this interview. So all about security today. And also I wanted to mention maybe you really like podcasting, listening to podcasts, and I know that podcasting is still a hot topic at the moment. So when you're interested to learn a little bit more what it is to create your own show or to start to guesting on other people's shows, you can get a copy of my book from Amazon that is called How Podcasting Can Change Your Life, Unleash Endless Possibilities, because there truly is a huge power to podcasting and what you can do with this still new medium. So check it out. It's a nice read. It's full of resources and you can get it as Kindle version or as hard copy delivered to your home worldwide. A link for this will be in the show notes. And now you, I think you are armed with being ready to learn something new in this episode. So time to welcome Peter Canavan. Hi, Pete. Welcome to Pure Mind Magic. Hello, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And today we have a different topic about mindset. Pete, you are the safety expert online and offline, and we will give some great tips for the audience today on how to protect yourself, your company, your employees, your family, just everything, but you can introduce yourself best. So please go ahead. 
Sure. Well, I have been running my own information technology company since 1995. So I have been dealing with online threats for my clients basically since that time. Of course, back then, you know, 20 some years ago, it wasn't like it is today. We didn't have to worry about things like ransomware and identity theft because they really didn't exist or they definitely didn't exist to the, you know, to the where they are today. And so I've been doing that for a long time, so I'm able to help my clients and customers protect their computers and their identities and their accounts and their networks from various types of cyber attack and hackers and things. And we'll talk about that a little bit more shortly. Uh, but I've also been studying the martial arts for over 20 years. And so I have a lot of experience as well with actual physical personal safety and teaching people how to protect themselves and use both mental self-defense as well as physical self-defense. And for the Pure Mind Magic here, I'm sure your listeners will be interested in knowing a little bit more about that. Absolutely, Pete. You got that completely right. So what would you say, which role does the mindset actually play when it comes to personal safety? Well, personal safety really, I strongly believe, starts with understanding and identifying the potential threats that you could be faced with no matter where you are. That could be online in terms of the websites that you go to and the places you visit and where you log in, et cetera. But it also involves what you do offline. And so identifying those threats is the first piece of that. But then under, once you understand what potential threats you may end up having to face at some point, you need to have a very strong mindset about how to deal with a threat to your safety. And it really doesn't matter if it's online or offline, the approach is the same. And that is realizing that you must prevail. No matter what the obstacle that stands in your way, you have to go over it, under it, through it, or around it. And you have to make that decision and you have to be able to flip that switch in your mind and eliminate any sort of doubt, eliminate any sort of fear, that you may you know, be feeling and understand that you will prevail. And it's the same sort of mindset like the samurai of ancient Japan used to have. They were given a job. They had to do that job. It didn't matter you know, if they got hurt or killed in the process. They committed 100%. And that's the same sort of mindset that the warrior mindset is. You have to commit 100% to the successful outcome of whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. That was a really good description to that. And let's talk about the psychology aspect of that. So it's really interesting, this kind of relationship between a victim and an offender. So there must be something why some people really get a victim and they that they are just in this time, in this location where a crime or whatever happens, and they kind of attract this offender there. And other people just pass by without getting into this crime scene. So what is the background behind this? Well, Jennifer, there are two things I would say. The first is you have to be what I call the armed with awareness. Okay. Situational awareness is what, you know, the military talks about, but when you're armed with awareness 
of the people and the places and the objects around you, it's going to be very difficult to be surprised. And so when you're armed with awareness, it's not something that can be taken away from you like some other sort of weapon, whether it's, you know, a pepper spray or, or, you know, a club or a knife or a gun or whatever. It's something that is with you all the time. And by paying attention all the time and not becoming complacent because of your routines and the comfort zones that you fall into, that's going to go a long way towards keeping you safe. And what I mean by that is everybody has a routine, okay? You go to the gym three days a week. You're always going this day and this time. You walk your dog every night at the same time down the same streets. You go to the same supermarket. You go to the same job. You probably drive the same route or walk the same route all the time. So when you're caught up in your routine, you tend to get complacent because you're not always aware. You're dropping your guard a little bit because you expect things to be the same today as they were yesterday and the day before and the day before that. There's no reason for you to think they're going to be different, but they could be. And so it's very important that you don't drop your guard and get so wrapped up in your routine that you don't notice something that you should, you know, and you know, what goes hand in hand with that is technology. You know, we all have technology. We have our smartphones and tablets and computers, but with our smartphones, it's something that we're always looking at. We're listening to music, maybe too loud. So we can't hear things around us. Maybe we're staring at that bright screen late at night and now it's compromising our vision. And so our night vision now isn't as strong as it could be because we're looking at a bright scene, uh, a bright screen rather, and we can't see things off in the distance. And so that is obviously a big risk to your personal safety if you cannot see the, as what you should be able to notice and you can't hear the things around you because you're not paying attention or because, you know, the music's too loud or whatever you're listening to. Uh, these are things that can really compromise your, your personal safety. And so that's really the first part of that. Now, the second part of that has to do with the confidence that you have. And you were talking about a second ago there, Jennifer, about, you know, what is it that really makes some people look a little bit more or be more attractive as a victim to a criminal? And I think number one, they're, you know, they look like they're somebody who's not paying attention which means they can be surprised rather easily because they're looking at their computer or they're not paying attention or their, their phone rather. But secondly, maybe they're not looking confident. Maybe you're, you're not looking straight ahead and looking the world in the face and have your shoulders back and your head upright. And you're looking like you own the place, you own the street you're walking down. You know, that sort of confidence goes a long way because if a criminal is looking at you or watching you and they see that you're someone who's looking around, you're paying attention, you look very confident, you don't look like you're you're afraid or nervous, then they are going to look at that and say, you know what, this person does not look like they would be an easy victim. And so they'll pass you over for the person that would look like an easy victim. Maybe their head's buried in their phone or their head's down or they're shuffling along and they're not really looking around or paying attention. And, you know, maybe they don't really look like they're a real confident, secure person. Well, to a criminal, now you're identifying yourself as a potentially easy target. And so those are kind of the two sides of this sort of situation that we're talking about that you need to be aware of if you want to try to be as safe as possible, no matter where you are. 
That is very interesting, Pete. So in other words, you would say that when we go too much on autopilot, that we that it can become really dangerous for us not seeing things and missing like hints that there could a dangerous situation kind of arise around us. So exactly. You mentioned the the confidence, and I think confidence is really the skill that that wins when you have it. So no matter if you're giving a, a speech in public speaking, or you pick up your kids, or whatever, you have a business meeting. So when you're confident, you win in the end. What would you say from your expertise as with training martial arts and also using body language combined with your voice and posture? What are the best tips to appear more confident and to feel more confident on the inside? Well, no matter what we do, if we have prepared and we have practiced for whatever it is, whether it's a presentation you're giving at work or a speech you're giving in front of an audience or a demonstration potentially that you're doing or whatever, if you've practiced and you're comfortable with doing what you need to do, you're going to have confidence. And so that is going to be something that your audience is going to pick up on, whether or not that audience is, is your coworkers or people attending an event or a person who's potentially scoping you out to see whether or not you're going to be an easy victim. And so making sure that you understand the threats that exist to you, and first of all, and then secondly, knowing what to do if you are faced with a threat, that is going to give you the confidence that's going to allow you to act differently. You're going to act like somebody that has a purpose, right? You're looking, you, you have a mission, you know where you're going, you're focused, you're, you're going to and doing whatever it is that you need to do because you've prepared and you understand what it is that you need to do. Maybe you understand the risks, maybe you understand whatever it is that you're trying to do. And so the, the training and preparing, not necessarily, you know, just from a physical self-defense standpoint, although that's obviously a, a big part of it, but just knowing, hey, if somebody's going to comes up to me and starts to bother me or harass me, how am I going to respond to that person? Am I going to say, leave me alone, leave me alone and just kind of try to run away? Or are you going to look that person straight in the eye and you're going to say, hey, I am not interested. You leave me alone. I've got things to do. That's it. Goodbye. And you walk away. And so you, you have to have an assertive tone to your voice. You cannot be someone who does not, you know, really get that, that emotion and that emphasis across. You have to, and, and you can practice that. I mean, you practice it in front of the mirror, practice it with your spouse, practice it with your kids, practice it with your friends. Okay. And if you do that and something is going to happen, well, guess what? You've already prepared for that situation. You can kind of go on, on autopilot and come up with whatever that response is that you've rehearsed. And the person who may be trying to bother you is going to go, whoa, um, uh, uh, okay. And you may take them aback a little bit and they're going to realize that you're not an easy victim. And criminals look for easy victims. And if you demonstrate you're not an easy victim, they're going to probably go elsewhere. That was good uh, practical advice you gave here, Pete. And you mentioned the voice. And I'm also sure that the voice really plays an important 
role and we all know that when you get uncertain you kind of lose your voice and you become lower and lower in speaking and sometimes the voice really uh, breaks so it's about communication and I remember from my martial arts training that it was also about like uh, this crying when when you hit someone to have more um, energy so what would you say really i mean not crying we yeah, are crying or shouting out loud yes. so that mm -hmm. this is this um, energy that goes out so what is your advice here well uh, what you're describing is is you're focusing your power through uh, a key your your key up okay some people call it a a, a martial arts um you know yell or a key up so when you go wait and you're focusing all that power and you're tightening your abdomen and you're focusing your power, whether it's in your voice or at the end of your punch or kick, you're generating power, first of all. Secondly, by breathing out forcefully, it forces you to breathe in, which keeps you from holding your breath. Because a lot of times people fight, they're like, and they, they forget to breathe and you get out of breath. And that's a bad thing, obviously. And then thirdly, it's designed to scare your attacker, okay, to take them a little off guard. And so the, the martial arts key op is a very powerful thing that actually has three parts to it and is three reasons why, as I stated, to generate power, to, to frighten your opponent, and to help you to breathe. Perfect. And Pete, you actually use your voice to give people more security because you started your own podcast. Can you give us some insights here? Uh, yes, I, I recently started a podcast called Safety Talk. And it we discuss with myself and various experts all different types of safety situations, whether it's safety at an event whether it is the cybersecurity and cyber safety of your computers or your networks, uh, whether it is the you know safety of you just being you know at uh, at home or at the workplace and dealing with maybe a problem there, or when you're traveling. So the the podcast, there's nothing like it out there. I look, there is nothing else like it because a lot of the the ones that are out there, they're either a specific episode about something, but it's not about your personal safety in every aspect of your life. And we live in an age, unfortunately, where there are threats to our personal safety that come at us from both the online world as well as the physical world. And sometimes those online threats, something like, you know, cyber stalking that begins online can then move offline and become regular stalking, where now somebody's stalking you offline you know, when you're going home or to work or home from work or whatever. So it's very important that we understand all the different ways that we can be vulnerable if we're not careful about what we're saying and doing both online and offline. That is really scary. Imagine that something moves from online to offline and gets then really dangerous and maybe even physical. So we all have to kind of protect our identity and also our computer, our uh, data. What can you say, Pete, are the best things to prevent those cyber attacks from happening? Well, a lot of people don't understand cybersecurity. Um, 
basically they think, okay, that means I have some antivirus on my computer and I, I, you know, I have a backup. Okay, cybersecurity and protecting your company and your data and your identity uh, and your competitive advantage, et cetera, is of paramount importance today because it's a critical part of ensuring the safety of your company as well as the safety of your employees and the whole you know, business environment. And for a company that has an IT department, they say, well, you know, I have, you know, my, my IT guys and, you know, they're the ones that handle my cybersecurity. That's really not a good approach. And I'll tell you why. The information technology department at a company is responsible for using the data and the resources of the company to create value. Okay, to create a competitive advantage, to create a program, to create a process, et cetera, things that are going to help that company make money uh, or save money, right? Cybersecurity is centered around protecting those assets and protecting the digital assets of your company and, of course, and the, the people and the company itself from some sort of threat. So cybersecurity specifically focuses on protecting those digital assets, whereas your IT is is really focused on creating those assets. And so having a, a total cybersecurity plan in place is really what a company needs. And someone like myself or some other you know professionals can help you do that to basically make sure that that plan is comprehensive, that it encompasses the confidentiality of your data and how it's protected at various levels, right? Certain people shouldn't be able to see certain things, right? You don't want your lowest level employee knowing how much your CEO makes and stuff like that. Uh, the integrity of the data, right? Making sure that the data you're looking at is actually the real data and making sure that it's not compromised. And then making sure that you can always get to the stuff you need to by maybe having it you know, that data in multiple places through some sort of replication with various servers or backing it up. And then, of course, ensuring that you keep your company safe, because if you, for example, work for a company that maybe does, you know, handles electricity or water purification or something like that, if your company is compromised and somebody does something to your internal processes, that now can directly affect the safety and the health and even, you know, potential loss of life for people that depend on your company for certain services. So it's very, very different from what a lot of people think. Mm, that was a really good description. And you're so right. So it's really that we have to think twice what is meant by this cybersecurity. And Pete, you mentioned in the beginning before we started recording that you have for everyone listening who's interested in learning more a cybersecurity checklist prepared. So where can the listeners go to uh, grab one? Uh, on my personal website, where you can learn more about me and what I do, uh, I have right on the main page, you can get your free cybersecurity checklist. And this is about two pages long of a bunch of different things that you can do from a personal standpoint, as well as what a company can do from, a, from their standpoint to protect their company, protect their assets, and protect their employees from various types of cyber threats that exist out there. Perfect. So thanks for sharing this, Pete. And 
Also, I'm and of course the website is is I'm, I didn't give you the yeah. website. Sorry, it's a, a <laughs> Pete Can my name Pete Canavan dot com C A N A V A N Pete Canavan. So that's where you could find that. All right, so that will also be captured in the show notes. But uh, thanks for uh, telling it is telling it, Pete. And now let's uh, finally talk about social media and sharing your information there because. Most people are really interested in becoming influencers and sharing their whole personal private life with all pictures, videos, all the, the details. So what would you say, Pete, how much there is healthy and when can it really get dangerous and kind of attract this stalkers or whatever, or that just people find out too much of you when they are total strangers? Well, this is a huge topic, isn't it, Jen? <laughs> We're uh, what we, you know, people that are trying to build a name for themselves, they're trying to attract followers, etc. They have a tendency to accept just about any friend request, for example, that comes their way. Right? Mm -hmm. You get four or five new requests every day. It's like, oh, I can add four or five people to my to my numbers, right? But if you don't know who those people are, or you don't take some time to take a look at their profile to learn about some of these people, you may be inviting some people to become, you know, part of your, you know, quote, inner circle that may have, you know, some bad, you know, ideas for what they would, you know, maybe try to do to you, whether it's stealing your identity or maybe try to compromise your finances. Because if you're someone who's successful, that obviously makes, you know, some good money, you're going to end up becoming a target. And so the first thing I would say is be very careful about just accepting every single request that comes your way through whatever it is, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or any of the various, you know, social media sites is, is, is first. And then the other thing is, you know, what, we're posting out there. And as you said, Jennifer, we've got people posting everything. Look what I had for dinner today. Look what I had for, you know, look what I'm doing now. Look at my kids, look at this. And they post every little aspect of their life, but they may not be thinking about the future ramifications. And I think this is really a, a big problem for our younger audience who feel like it's their right to be able to put their views and their opinions out there. And this is what I feel about, you know, this subject. Well, okay, but you better be really careful about what you're saying about it because that's something that might come back to bite you down the road. And we're seeing that happen all the time where somebody has something posted and it was maybe put on their, their you know, social media site, you know, five years ago. But now somebody finds that information out when they're maybe going and looking for a new job And they're saying, hey, you know what? This person posted this picture of themselves, you know, getting all, you know, drunk at this event. And is that really the sort of person I want to hire for my company? And it, you know, so, I mean, it could be something as, as basic as that. But you also have to worry about things like, you know, pictures that you're posting. I'll give you a perfect example. And this is a little scary, but it's, it's a good example. Let's say you're, you know, your, your child is at a daycare. And they're doing a little, you know, parade with the kids outside. Maybe it's, you know, uh, uh, some sort of, you know, parade where they're dressing up or they're doing some things for an event. Okay. And you take some pictures of the kids and your child and you put it on your, your website, all right, or your, your social media uh, profile. Well, you may not be noticing that this, the name of the daycare or the name of the school 
is in the background of the photograph. And so when you've put that picture out there saying, hey, look at my my beautiful little you know girl dressed up here at their recital, okay, people are being able to see that and they're also saying, oh, and your girl goes to, you know, whatever this school. And now people know that piece of personal information about you or your child that really should not be out there. Hmm. Very good advice. And that brings us full circle to what you have mentioned on your website as a speech like armed with awareness and also again switching out this autopilot and really having this clear mindset to move along and being aware of what you put out and who might find it and even thinking of it long term. So, Pete, you really shared a lot of great advice uh, concerning our safety online and offline today with us. We have your website and there's also a book on your website with the title uh, College Safety. And we mentioned your podcast and I would leave the final words for this episode to you. So any good advice you can give the listeners to feel even more secure, feel more confident or just your favorite quote you picked up somewhere along the way, totally up to you. But thanks for being my guest today. Well, Jennifer, you're very welcome. But what I would I would leave your, your audience with this. And that is, don't ever think that something cannot happen to you. Because every single person who has ever had any sort of tragedy, whether it's something that happened online with getting their identity stolen or a bank account compromised or something that's happened to them offline where they were robbed or something like that, every single victim always says the same thing. And that is, I never thought it would happen to me. And I'm here to tell you, that it could and it may happen to you. So prepare, understand, and identify the various risks that you face on a daily basis and understand what they are and then think about what you would do if and when something were to occur. And you will be much more prepared than this person who never thinks about it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode with Pete Canavan, make sure to check out his website and get in touch if you're really interested in the whole safety topic online and offline. And also, quick reminder, when you're interested into podcasting, you can grab your copy of my book, How Podcasting Can Change Your Life, Unleash Endless Possibilities. The link is below the this episode in the show notes and the book is available from Amazon Worldwide. So I wish you a magical and fantastic weekend. Talk to you next week. Until then, create some magic.